0: When you're editing late at night and the fan's on but you don't want to turn it off, the audio sounds like this. Pro tip, don't do that. Professionals, never do that but I'm not a professional, so kiss my ass. This episode is brought to you in major part thanks to the kind people at patreon.com forward slash red light library who put up with my antics. For just a dollar a month, you can get access to the show ad free and a day early. For $3 a month, you can also get access to our Patreon exclusive show, Going Deep, in which we review a book length piece every month. It's awesome. Oh yeah, and the important stuff. Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and sexual situations, as well as explicit language. If that's something you don't want to hear or cannot listen to for various legal reasons, turn back now, because the Red Light Library is an erotica review podcast. Welcome back, dear patrons to the Red Light Library. I'm your co-host Gavin, joined for the first time alone on mic, Stan. Stan. Hey, how's it going? Well, we're not reviewing dinosaur porn. I thought I'd give you a fair shake at something legit. Yeah, I, I really do love an opportunity to branch out. This is probably as bad as the dinosaur porn, though. Oh, oh, good. So we're talking about Online Game by Serene Sarah. That is the entire title. That is it. If it tells you just how good this title was,
1: I had to be reminded minutes before we recorded <laughs> what the title of this fucking story was.
0: We've been talking about it a lot off air and I think both of us started calling it the game yeah like just the game not online game I mean it's what they it's what this book called the game the game doesn't have online connectivity though it just has a login screen <laughs> at best it's on, always online DRM game like there isn't there's no multiplayer the denuvo is such a dickhead on this. <laughs> so this story is about a nameless main character Oh no no he has a name he has a name his name is Tom oh for oh yeah because she starts call because gender swap yeah they mentioned they they mentioned it once this is a gender swap story folks but it's not mm, we'll get into it so um, we're gonna start by reading the lead because that's the most important sentence in the story (laughs) such as it is such as it is I have always fantasized about being a woman although I would make a very ugly one to say the least but we all have our fantasies which help us make it through life. I think that was added after they finished the story to make to so people could be like oh there's a motif because without that sentence this is a body horror story <laughs> like they, they finished the book
1: and then they looked at it and were like wait I think we need to walk this back a
0: bit. Hang on a minute this is terrifying. This is a man being turned into a woman against his will and he doesn't get into it until his wife is like hey. I have no dick and I must scream I have no dick <laughs> that comes back too sadly uh he's an avid online gamer this (laughs) tom this book is so weirdly written so when one he's talking about playing games when one would come out that i would see i would play it although most that i play are free but that is the best for when i tire of them comma then i can just sort of toss them out and never look back those of you at home who have watched Jerry Jackson films will recognize this sort of sentence structure. There are like 50 commas per sentence, but the it's just fragments kind of jammed together. Yeah. Uh, the way this guy talks about games, I wonder if Serene Sarah just knew about Newgrounds. It it that's
1: what it sounds like. Like the image of the game that I had in my head while I was reading it is it's
0: just like some browser game, like they're playing Adventure Quest. Yeah. It's and it's not even like. The way this guy talks about games, it's it's the most. And this isn't me saying, yeah, I have hardcore gamer knowledge to write about a gamer. I uh, but know something because it's the the word game is thrown around very broadly, like. It takes some fine-tuned researching on our part to figure out that he's playing in an, an action adventure that's probably three D question mark. That's the thing because like a lot of
1: the game, the gameplay is quest based. You, you complete yeah. these quests, these non-specific quests, and then the boss fight. But the way they describe strategies for beating the boss fight later on, it's like,
0: is it a fighting is, game? Yeah, is it like Street it's like, Fighter two D? Stringing combos. That's basically what they do. <clears throat> um... He finds out about this game, that the titular online game. And apparently, to play it, you have to give the company your address, and then they send you a thing. No credit card required. So he does it. He's like, it was probably a bad idea, but I'll, yeah, fuck it, why not? I'll just give them it's my like, address. It, it's
1: like those ads you see on the sidebar for Pornhub. No CC, no bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no CC, no bullshit, just loot boxes. So <laughs> he gets a box in the mail. And the box has two things: one, a hole in the side of it; two, giant dildo. Now, this wasn't a big silicone red herring for me, because I thought that dildo was gonna have like powers or something. I thought he was gonna have to put it in, in his ass, like, a Sten style, in order to interact with the game. <laughs> yeah, or like the fucking South Park uh, uh, gyrocycle style. Like you gotta just—that's part of it's motion control in the worst way possible or best way possible. Ooh. Oh. So woof woof yes ma'am. The box still had some weight to it, so I dug through the packing finding a very large soft rubber dildo and laughing as I said his wife to his wife, "Well Mary, I believe it was you that ordered something not me. This is the worst sentence. Tr- this the way this guy talks, it's like all those memes about presidential candidates who sound like robots.
1: It it struck me like the dialogue from a 1950s sitcom. Just, just well, Mary. It looks like you were the one who ordered a package, and then the the, the laugh
0: track comes in. <laughs> oh no, not me, Tom. I would never order anything like that. Laughing, I said, "Well, who did, Mary?" Seriously, I would not be using something like this. Calm down, Tom.
1: He's getting really Shh. defensive about That's the that he very clearly fucking ordered.
0: Oh, here comes the, the here comes the promotion part of this story. He looks at the label. He finds out. Uh, so he's enclosed. You will find a game key. Blah blah blah. Go log into www.mygames.com, to which play. is an
1: actual site, and it's safe to look up. I know because I did it on
0: accident. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I still, I'm still a little shifty about it. I wouldn't trust it completely. But if you want to visit mygames.com, that's that's on you. I laughed a nervous laugh as I looked at my wife, saying, "I remember having to put my address in a site, but I didn't know they'd be sending a game key." What type of game was it, Tom? Um, an adventure game, I believe. I don't remember. And then she goes, One of your sex games, wasn't it, Tom? Like, this couple has been through some <laughs> shit about him playing games. <laughs> Old Tom ain't getting
1: enough play at home, so he just locks himself in the den. And <laughs> I'm not going to reference that game. It's so disgusting.
0: It was my turn to blush, as I said. Might have been. Not sure. But it doesn't matter, Mary. It's just a game this couple sucks and it gets worse as we go along they're so bad they're uh, bad to, to each other my wife put the large dildo now in normally in this show when that sentence starts some fun happens my wife put the large dildo into the box still fun as she said whatever tom someday those games will come back to haunt you
1: foreshadow it it bears mentioning she says this twice in the yeah. same page
0: yeah Actually I think I that like, yep no Tom do whatever you wish I just do whatever you you do whatever you wish I just hope that the games you play don't come back to haunt you I wonder if the game's gonna come back to haunt you I think that's gonna happen <laughs> so he he sticks his finger in the box like a fucking idiot and it pokes him which that's it the rest the only time this is brought up again is when his wife does it like an idiot uh spoilers jeez. <laughs> So they get pricked in the finger and that's how they the transformation process starts. Question mark nano machines? I don't know. Uh, it's either parasites or nano machines depending on which part of the series you're in, which is it? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> uh, they start transforming into the character he makes for the game. He makes a custom player character that's like a, a kind of he says it's like middle of the road between overweight and petite as far as body style and she has okay boobs like he doesn't go phoomp. no actually no he says second largest he,
1: it's, it's second it's funny to most. because like they like the the customization options are egregious, and it's like, really petite to really quite large, I think really quite a- large. I think was the option that was in the story.
0: But there's a little bit of shame in how he creates it, because he doesn't go all the way out on any extreme. I found it. I chose a female character. The next screen showed the woman in various sizes, four different ones, one being small and very petite, the next a bit larger, the next even larger, and the largest one... <laughs> Of course, I chose the smallest one since that was part of my fantasy girl who I wished I was. See, again, that feels like that was tucked in at the last moment. Uh, and the screen went to the next choices, which showed various sizes of breasts. Once again, four choices with some really smallish breasts, <laughs> some very large breasts. I chose the next to largest size, then it went to builds from Athletic to sort of dumpy. And I laughed as I chose one that was a bit in between. Small shoulders, tiny waist with narrow hips and some muscle, but you
1: not a lot. See, like, having actually played video games, I want to see what sort of dumpy, dumpy.
0: looks like on a character customization page. <laughs> I mean, look, my, I feel pretty sort of dumpy myself. I'm I don't thinking where like that... fucking
1: Harvey, uh, like Harvey Firestein with long hair. You gotta be careful with that.
0: She's a very delicate lady. That was a wonderful Robin Williams callback. Thank you. <laughs> yeah monster factory we fucking hate this game there's only four options for everything
1: <laughs> no rules just right yeah
0: so the screens went on he has multiple monitors apparently uh showed a character which i had created the phrasing in this is so weird like i tried to dig up if Ser- sarah serene was like translating this mm. or if english wasn't their first language and i can't find any deep they tweet in english that's all i know uh it's written in this weird, like, they only read 19th century literature their entire life. The idea of using modern lingo is just fucking out the... Also,
1: Canterbury Tales is a really odd choice <laughs> to base your entire understanding of English on.
0: This guy is uh, 55, they mentioned at one point. So Mary's probably in that vo- in vocal... Mary's probably in that age range, I think. So it makes this transformation they go through even more terrifying because yeah. now they're starting to turn into the character. Uh, shall we describe? Do you want to tell the audience what happens whenever the game transforms you slightly?
1: Okay, so, so after you after he beats a boss, the game goes to a starfield in which um, Tom goes into a fugue state. After he um he exits this fugue state, he immediately go. Actually, let me quote. You, yeah, you need to. <laughs> I stepped into the toilet and pulled down my pants, sitting on the toilet, and expelled a lot of really foul-smelling feces into the bowl. Now, when I first read that, I took that as, he straight up put his feet in the bowl, dropped his pants, (laughs) and just
0: shit. So, it must be stressed that I'm not saying this is a joke. He expels really foul-smelling feces in that exact same line about 15 times throughout this 40-page book. Yeah. It happens, so it's like, it feels almost like a really badly paced role play where two people are just sending paragraphs back and forth and whenever they want to advance the plot so that there's more transformation they just do that scene over again. So, between him and his wife having to take massive shits, it's just constantly in the bathroom. Now and it's w- I'm going
1: to I'm going to go on a tangent really quick. Please do. Funny funny thing relating back to video games. Uh, the, sa- the, the, the save sequence in No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 features the protagonist, Travis Touchdown, taking a shit. <laughs> I just thought I'd bring that up, because that's, that's taking a poop, and it actually matters. Yeah,
0: in this book, it's, I, I think it was meant to be a joke. But, but it wasn't funny! It uses so much like, hoity-toity language in an overly wordy way that it feels like it's meant to be taken clinically
1: remember that old meme of like the, the the french like gentleman like pointing his finger with the nice little hat on the painting and they just like over explain rap lyrics yeah that's what this entire book feels like
0: yeah uh my favorites shits on fire, yo. but i get shit. <laughs> uh i just looked it up the word feces is in this book 16 times oh, shit. and that's not counting the three or four times they talk about taking a massive shit where he doesn't use the word feces or a
1: big smelly dump
0: yeah um it's not i i can't decide if it's meant to be a kink because i haven't really been in that neighborhood of erotica yet but i would like to think scatological based kink would not just be and then i took a shit i'm surprised this podcast hasn't gone to brown town yet well i mean <laughs> there are very few of us who would be like oh that's probably fine let me on for the brown town episode <laughs> <laughs> So, you know the show is brought to you in large part by the wonderful people at patreon.com forward slash red light library, but did you know there are ways you can help the show and support the show without spending a red cent or whatever color tiny pieces of money are in your area of the world? That's right. Head on over to iTunes or wherever you get your fine podcasts. Please give us a rating and review. It helps the show grow. It helps us show up in search rankings. If you know a friend you think would like the show, tell them about it. Don't, like, bore them with it, but, you know, tell them about it. I mean, we review books about a leprechaun who comes green and a woman fucking a snowman. Like, there's things in this show you can tell them about that will get them interested. I fucking promise you that. Or you could also get some free stuff, you know what I'm going to say, audibletrial.com forward slash RLL, that's our initials, Red Light Library, with over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from, Audible has something for you, I promise you. I have been an Audible customer since this is not the ad copy. I've been a proud Audible customer since 2013. I was so happy to be accepted into the affiliate program for this because I get to give you guys free awesome audiobooks. You get to support the show and I get to talk about Audible. Listen, Audible has some stuff that's so good. I hated the book in print but love it in audio form. That is the magic of a good narrator and a good audio editing team. Go experience that for yourself, audibletrial.com forward slash RLL, and support the Red Light Library while doing so. Thank you so much, you're the reason we're here. Love you much. That was a weird way of saying I love you, so I'm just gonna, just, I'm, I'm gonna go now. A quick disclaimer regarding usage of gender pronouns in the following section and a couple of times before. I did not do my due diligence as a cis hetero white dude of thinking about what pronouns I use beforehand. I haven't been making a distinct effort since we are a sex positive podcast and I try to be as inclusive as possible. I try not to gender characters or authors before I have some sort of confirmation. The only confirmation I have with the first person protagonist of this story is they gender assist male at the beginning of the story, and then they have this transform this biological gender transformation forced upon them. And you'll hear several times throughout the story as we review it, I refer to earlier parts of the story and use male pronouns, and then i make a really boneheaded slip up and start referring to the character after the transition as she. And that's not fair. I would not do that to a real person. I shouldn't do it to a fictional character. The story is so vaguely written, we have zero idea what the main character's uh, leanings are. We don't know what they identify as. All we know is they have a sexual preference for their significant other. That's it. I fucked up, and I just wanted to say I know I fucked up. I will do my damnedest to not fuck up in future, so... Enjoy the rest of the episode. Now, I will say the one thing that I was like, "Oh," about the relationship, there's a time where they both play the game, so they both have to take a shit, and he does, and then goes to brush his teeth, and behind him, his wife is just exploding on the toilet, and it's described as the most mundane thing, like... But-
1: That is my idea of hell. Having to brush my teeth while someone is shitting in the same room as me. That is
0: horrifying. So on paper, if this was a story about a husband and wife who, even against their will, still find out they're being transformed by this game they're playing. Like one one morning, he's starting to show more feminine characteristics. He's starting to grow breasts, but he's still biologically male. She wakes up and she is hairless from the neck down. Like, she is as perfect as, uh, uh, perfect and skinny, and like her skin's in great condition as the character in the game. Uh, And at this point, they think they're like sick. They go to a hospital, they get blood tests taken, which are never talked about again. (laughs) Never comes back. Uh, Once they figure out it's the game, the wife starts being the one who pushes it. Which is the really fucked up thing. Because this guy does mention at the beginning that he wanted to be a girl, but never whatever. I think that's horseshit. I think that was added in. It feels like fan fiction of this story that they added that in. Because he's never like super like, yeah. It's always him reacting to the transformations as he feels sick. He feels weak. He's going to bed early. He feels like he's malnourished. Uh, His body's going through drastic changes. Meanwhile, his wife is like, fuck, I just lost a lot of weight. Cool. (laughs) You know, as much as they're shitting, of course they don't feel good. That's not healthy. It's not at all, especially when it's... You're losing... You're you're losing... You're losing nutrients. Magic poop or not, it's still bad. But just... Just dumping gains. (laughs) Just... (laughs) Just vegan gains left and right. Uh, So the, the... the finale is his dick starts disappearing. We also figure out whenever they go into the fugue state, when they wake up, they have just orgasms. So the game is making them do sexual stuff while they're out, but the book doesn't show you it. What? This is an erotica without a single sex scene of any kind.
1: Yeah, um, they they snap. They go to the starfield. They snap back to reality, and there's literally a moment where the man where the main character is standing in his living they play they're playing the game in the living room right yeah. standing in his living room with his pants down and his dick in his hand and he's like oh i think i just masturbated and didn't know
0: oh we always by the way anytime we get to that scene it's always phrased as he knew which is the i think is the author trying not to be like there's cum everywhere just like oh no we he knew he di-. somehow he knew <laughs> and somehow his wife knew <laughs> there's this terrifying scene from the reader's perspective, at least in my case, where he comes out of it and it's the first time he has a vagina or I guess they have a vagina. The way the book works is when they transition from having a penis to a vagina, it stops being T-O-M and it starts being spelled T-O-M-M-I and it's never discussed. It's just his wife magically starts calling him Tommy as soon as she's like, hey, you've got a prepubescent vagina, it looks like. Which is
1: surprisingly um, progressive of the character, although I think maybe he sh- she should get her husband's permission before she actually starts relabeling
0: them. I. It's just so fucking weird. And they come out of their fugue state when this first time, and it is revealed to this guy because he looks down and there's fucking blood everywhere. They have masturbated with the dildo that came with the game, but they had a hymen still. So there's just, it's as if an it, it, just something horrible happened and they think, like, oh, I gotta go to the hospital and the wife just goes, oh, no, you just broke your hymen. It's fine. You're fine. Relax. <laughs> it looks like Carrie happened down there, but you're fine. Like, the way it's described, I thought, like, oh, shit, he's dying. Yeah, no, that's what I thought, too. And I'm get- and that's not from, like, the male perspective. Oh, ew, blonde. Like, I don't give a shit, but the way the scene is structured, it's like, what the fuck is happening?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like I was, I was gonna not make any references to brain scan, but it feels like <laughs> it feels like brain scan where he's he snaps out of the fugue state and just like blood on his hands, blood yeah. on in his on his waist, and it's just,
0: now there's a foot in the fridge and, and no
1: idea where the blood came from except then the wife goes, oh yeah, you dildoed yourself and broke your hymen. It happens to everybody.
0: <laughs> it's it's just, like I keep saying it's just really weird because I expected this if it's he wants to tra- if he has the secret passion of being uh biologically female why is it that he's the the way the hero okay this is fucking bullshit because i'm breaking up joseph campbell sorry but the way the hero's journey works the hero has a thing he wants and then he goes out to get the thing he want. well they have a thing they want i don't need to gender it there's a thing the character wants and then they go get it but then they have to turn away from it And then have that redemption arc where then they realize they need the thing and then they get the thing and everything returns to status quo with the main character having achieved what they wanted and they are wiser and older for it. this person goes through a traumatic process and then basically finds out their spouse is a dick yeah because skipping to the end here we'll talk about anything in the middle in a minute here but the ending is they are both now copies of the video game character they are kind of petite with second to large boobs and not quite sort of dumpy (laughs) and not quite sort of dumpy and the wife is like well your penis is fully gone we need to go out to a bar and get some dick, and, uh, let me pull up the quote here, because this is just, the way this scene is handled, it's so scary, it feels like a horror movie ending, like, I was ready to be excited for the guy, like, he's like, fuck yeah, this is, like, something I never thought would be physically possible, just do this, and not necessarily that they would then be like, yeah, I want to fuck dudes, So, did you like having that tight pussy of yours filled with a big dick? I felt my face blush and replied, Um, yeah, it's nice. It's definitely different. Then she go, they talk a little bit. My wife laughed and she said, Well, Tommy, as hot as we both look now, I'm sure we're gonna go end up with some real cock inside ourselves, not just a vibrator. I gasped in shock again as I said, Um, I'm not sure I want to go that far. You might as well face it, Tommy. There are a lot of guys out there, you know, as well as I do. They will all be wanting to stick their big cocks in us. I hadn't really thought of it like that. Then said, um, Mary? I don't know. I I mean, yeah, this is what happens, but we are married and, well, I don't know. It's too late for you to back out now, Tommy. Look at yourself. You are one hot little lady, ripe, ready to fuck. You aren't a virgin, so I have no doubt that you will be... You will have a hard, throbbing cock buried inside that pussy of yours.
1: The wife goes from zero to fucking creepy in, like, It's like she's
0: been waiting for this. Yeah. I thought for a bit and then said, maybe I'm a lesbian. That's your choice, Tommy. So we can be lesbian lovers, right? My wife laughed and said, well... We sort of are now. I mean, I have had thoughts, but never followed through, at least not until now. She basically goes on a really long rant to say she's bi. Bisexual, since you and I have a relation? Bisexual, because I love you, but you are now a woman. And we have made out with one another. But now I feel and look younger. I am definitely going to be getting myself filled with some hot, hard cock at some time or another. Jealous pangs swept over me, and I wasn't sure I liked that thought and said, so you would cheat on me? And she says, well, we'd be married, but you are not the man I married. You are a woman, so yeah, I guess you say, can say I will cheat on you, but I definitely am not going to be giving up getting laid by a man, especially if he is a good-looking hunk with a huge cock. Mm. And I thought you ought to at least try it, too. I bet you'll like it a lot. There is so much wrong with that. This story is not the story of someone going through a transition and then facing this sad reality that some people face where their partner does not feel the same after the transition, which is a hard story to tell and takes a lot of time and mature thought and to cover. Talent. And talent. And probably fucking life experience. not just like, I'm going to do this this story that's all of it i just read all of the part of the book that's about that yeah (laughs) and that's the end there's a few more paragraphs but then it basically just ends by saying well that's how tom's life is now fuck that huh it reminds me of the um of the forced by the t-rex story that we have where the character also had a very traumatic
1: experience and then just basically subdues it by re-experiencing that terrible experience oh yeah Oh, I've been like I I was forced by by a T-Rex. I'm going to put myself in a VR machine and, with the and, same and thing. Fuck virtual T-Rexes. Oh, I was just turned into a female and even though I've I've fantasized about that, I wasn't ready for all of the implications this was going to have on my life. But fuck it, my wife wants wants me to like just to take dick. So get,
0: I guess that's my life now. Tommy sacrifices basically everything they know. It's even mentioned that like Since they don't look like their driver's license anymore, they're basically fucked on any sort of official level from here on out. She loses some weight and gets bigger boobs and looks younger. Which, I mean, that's a big change, but the way she handles the big change is, Well, (laughs) I've been wanting some dick for some time now. Let's go. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, she, she is quick to kick Tommy to the curb.
0: This feels like a Twilight Zone spec script that got thrown out.
1: <laughs> like, the, the, w- w- in the very final scene when they're, when they're getting co- condoms, Rod Sterling's in the other aisle. Like, and what you've just experienced is the story of a young man who... Well, no, not even young man. An old man who had a transition, but wasn't everything that they ever wanted? Not here. Not in the Twilight Zone
0: no we got there's one thing you got to do the pause not in the twilight zone yeah (laughs) this is like chris hardwick has a joke about the twilight zone where he says the show could be retitled nice try asshole and those are actually kind of the worst episodes of the series because there are some there's some amazing commentaries on like space exploration and the importance of science and the importance of like being a good human being and being good to others and there are like my glasses I had all the time in the world like it's always an asshole who that happens to like the guy who sells his soul to the devil for immortality and then gets a life sentence in prison like that's a a good nice try asshole this feels like that person watched some Twilight or Sarah Serene watched some Twilight Zone and went I want to do a trans story but also (laughs) except there's no moral to it there's no like watch out (laughs) they wanted to have their cake and fuck it too this and, and then shit all over their toilet. Lots workers. of shit,
1: <laughs> just lots of smelly feces.
0: It's just a very confusing story, mm-hmm. and it makes me sad that the two times we've had uh, any sort of trans content on the show, it's been air quotes problematic to say the least. Yeah, check out our episode on April's Fool, in which a, a trans character is used as one of those bullshit traps to talk a guy into doing gay porn and then it turns out the hot lady was his, uh, best friend in high school that he made fun of for being gay. Wow. Um. Yeah. That's upsetting. Very. So, somehow I've accidentally... (laughs) So if you have any suggestions for short, (laughs) trans stuff that's good uh, and positive, please email us at redlightlibrarypodcast at gmail.com or at redlightlibrary on Twitter. If you want to support the show, you can give us a rating or a like. Uh, Let's wrap things up with, do you recommend online games, Dan?
1: Uh, Fuck no.
0: Yeah, no, this is free and I still feel ripped off. Uh, Sorry, Sarah Serene, if you're still out there. I looked them up on Twitter. They tweeted... The uh, they tweeted in July of 2015 and then left. So sorry, they Gone have like soon. they have they have like 15 things on Amazon. There's a lot, and it's all trans content. Like this was the wheelhouse of the author, which makes me a little bit fuck fucking suspicious That's, anyway.
1: Out of really morbid curiosity, I want to see if everything else is as bad at handling trans issues as this was.
0: Yeah, it's just and like I have no authority to speak. I have no like experience to speak on trans issues in any way, but. I respect other people's choices and, like, problems, and this does not.
1: (laughs) Like, I may not know how to do it right, but I know how the fuck you can do it
0: wrong. This. Thanks for listening. Sorry you had to hear about this fucking weird book. Actually, I'm not sorry. That's what this whole show's about.
1: Hopefully next time we can review something
0: that... Fun. ...doesn't leave us wondering what the fuck did we just read. (laughs) Yeah. Which reminds me, what the fuck did we just read? Uh, Online Game by Sarah Serene. Bye, guys! (laughs) Don't buy this book.